This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. This is Raise Your Game. I'm Christine Wong. When it comes to setting goals, big or small, it's important to do so with a sense of structure and accountability. Most of you have heard of setting SMART goals, but what if you could set smarter ones? Suhu Yun-Han, Chief Impact Maker at Abundant Impact, is going to give us the smarter goal-setting blueprint today. Uh, thank you. Uh, my name is Suhu, and uh, we are from a company called Abundant Impact. What we do is we help organizations and individuals work on their productivity, and uh, we help them to achieve the goals and outcomes that they have set out to. We also help clients, uh, our corporate clients, to do cultural alignment, um, as well as mostly most of our work is in the areas of personal productivity and sales and leadership. Fantastic. All right, so let's just jump right into it. Uh, Obviously, people have heard of SMART goals, but where does the SMARTER goal acronym come from? (laughs) Actually, there is uh, various versions of SMARTER goal. Mm -hmm. uh, and, And what I have done is actually I've merged smart goals with what we call well-formed outcome from uh, neuro-linguistic programming. Uh, What I found lacking in smart goals is that uh, very often it addresses what people want. It gives a little bit more clarity to the goal setting, but it doesn't really drive the person towards achieving the goal. Right. Um, And and with most goal setting uh, frameworks, the, the problem has always been it's either too focused on what they want to achieve or focus on what they need or what they're lacking. Um, it doesn't cover a full spectrum of what they're lacking, the resources that they need to do, as well as the outcome that they want to achieve. So the smarter uh, goal achieving blueprint or framework, so to speak, is designed to address the deficiencies in that by combining various tools that are very powerful on their own into one single framework. Mm, I see. And why is it important to apply, you know, this concept to goal setting in the first place? Uh, Well, number one, you can have the most clear goal you want in your life, but you still may not achieve it because unconsciously there may be certain things that's blocking you from getting it. I'll give you an example. Uh, Some people want to be, and well, I won't say some, most people want to be financially free and not work a day in their life. Mm -hmm. But they may have been programmed from young to be hardworking, not to be lazy. You know, you must you must really uh, focus and, and, and keep doing. You cannot just sit down and do nothing. So can you imagine, as I want to be financially free and I want to have to not do anything in my life and just, just to just chill, I also have a set of programs that says chilling is wrong. I right. need to, to be able to work hard, right? So this is a reason why we need to have a more holistic framework that addresses all the different components. Right. So it's not just, you know, about setting a goal for yourself and just doing it, right? It's about addressing, you know, what might actually potentially be conflicting with that goal that you may not even know about. Correct. That's why it's not a goal setting. It is actually building yourself to achieve the outcome that you want. Got it. All right. Well, now let's take a look at uh, the, the entire acronym, right? And let's go through it. So S uh, 
from what I know, is the same as the normal SMART sure. goals. It's specific, right. right? So that right. is fairly self-explanatory. You want your goal to be detailed. You don't want, right. for example, uh, it's not just, I want to get fitter. You can say, oh, I want to walk 30 minutes a day, for example. Correct. Right. Okay. Right. So specific uh, refers to exactly what you want to achieve. The 30 minutes is the measurable component of it. Got it. Right. So now let's move on to M since you mentioned measurable. Uh, but sure. M uh, is two concepts. It's measurable, but it's also milestone. So take us through that. Correct. Um, so milestones are basically uh, exactly what you see on the highway. As you go on a highway, you see these stones on the left of the road. And the reason why the stones are there is to tell you, number one, how far is it from the destination you're heading? Number two, it also tells you the destination you're heading. So if I'm heading to Johor, for example, I don't want to be driving and seeing the milestone say Ipoh because that's going to bring me to a wrong direction. Mm -hmm. Now, the purpose of the milestone is to keep us on track towards the goal. Some people have five-year goal, 10-year goal, 20-year goal. What you need to do on top of the goal is to set your annual milestone, quarterly milestone if you can, monthly milestone if you are, you are really gung-ho, mm -hmm. you know, or you can go even as detailed as weekly and daily goals. Why? Because every day that you stick to your milestone will get you closer to the ultimate outcome that you want to achieve. Right. So it's essentially a checkpoint to make sure that you're heading in the right direction with your right. goal. Interesting. All right. Then you have A, which is now three concepts actually as well. So you've got achievable, right. actionable, and agreed. So what do those entail? Okay. So achievable uh, basically refers to whether your goal is achievable within the laws of physics. Now, why, why, why do I define it to physics? Because there are many uh, world records that broke the laws of biology. Like doctor says you can't run uh, one mile under four minutes. That's broken. Mm -hmm. You can't run a marathon under two hours. That's broken. You know, you can't run 100 meters under 10 seconds. That's broken. So anything in biology can be broken. However, uh, the laws of physics maintain gravity is real. If you jump from a building, you are going to fall on the ground and die. So okay. as long as it falls within the realm of physics, right. then it is achievable. Got it. Actionable refers to your goal being something that you can take control of. That means you can control the action of. Now, the reason why this is important is because very often people give control of their goal to someone else. They give control of their goal to their boss. I want a promotion. You can't decide the promotion. Your boss is going to decide your promotion. That's not a, a realistic, uh, a actionable goal for you. And that's going to stress you out. And why is it agreed? Because I need to agree to my goal. Because if I don't agree to my goal, I'm not going to go for it. And many people have this problem. Many people have the problem of setting goals that they think someone else, like father, mother, brother, sister, husband, wife, wants them to have. And it's not really something that they really want. They have not agreed to the goal. Same thing happens in organizations. When companies set KPI for the employees, they never ask the employee, do they agree to the goal? It's assumed that if you're taking salary from me, you're going to go for your KPI anyway. Now, that's a faulty understanding. We need the employee to agree to the goal. How do we do that? We must make the goal something that the employee wants or rather to find out from the employee what they will do if they achieve the goal that the company has set for them. Hmm. That's getting them to agree to the goal. Right. Uh, just going back to actionable real quick uh, sure. for a second, it's sort of about making sure that the goal is something that you can actually control independent of any other uh, effect, right? Correct. Hmm. So, 
so for the example with the promotion, right, like you mentioned, uh, you know, you have absolutely no control over whether or not your boss is going to give you a promotion. But perhaps reframing that into an actionable goal, looking at your KPIs, like you said, yeah, and then to see, all right, so I can, in fact, improve at whatever KPIs I've set for myself. And maybe that may result in the promotion. Correct. Got it. All right. So we want to set, we want to set, like even for sales, especially for sales, Many people, many organizations have sales target based on the results. We can't control the results. We can control the actions. So instead of focusing on the results, we should focus on how many prospects, how many gen- leads generated, how many uh, presentations made you know, uh, of the salesperson. Because if we control that and we manage that, the sales will come eventually. It's just a matter of are you speaking to enough people? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. takes the stress off from the salesperson and the organization and allows everybody to be able to better plan their timing for the work. Right. And in terms of agreed, I find that so fascinating because you have that extrinsic pressure, right? A lot of the time, let's say as a kid, you were told to work really hard in your studies, but you're actually more artistic and you want to follow that. But your goal is not set by you and you did not agree to the goal of, let's say, being more academically inclined, Right. So that's actually really interesting to acknowledge that a lot of the times the goals that we think that we have are not actually any goals that we personally agreed to. Very true. And that's that's made even more uh, um, challenging today because everybody seems to have a financial goal, but it's not a goal that they have agreed to. Somehow, somewhere, they decided in order for them to have happiness, they need to have a car, a house or whatever it is. Mm. And and in order for them to have all of that, they need X dollars in a bank account. Failing to understand that the X dollars, as they reach X dollars, they're going to need two X in order for them to have, you know, the same kind of material lifestyle that they're having. Mm. And it's it's never ending chase after something that they don't want. Uh, One of my mentors told me, Suhu, if you don't want to get to the destination of where the train is headed, get off the train or you are definitely going to get there. Right. Now, you know, if, if we look at how our bosses or our, our and this is more interesting, a lot of um, clients who are, who are multi-millionaires refer to their bankers for advice um, and very often this agreed component comes in. Uh, the bankers may give certain suggestions that the client's may not agree to, mm-hmm. but by deference to their position as a banker, they will accept. And, and that starts the whole process of people starting to chase for things that they don't really want, but they think is going to give them what they want. Things that they've been told that they want, essentially. Correct. Mm, all right. Uh, and uh, now we go on to R. So R, we have realistic and relevant. Tell me about that. Um, so realistic is about being realistic to that person. Now, the difference I, I put for realistic and achievable is this. Realistic must be something that is uh, related to that person in the sense that if I want to lose 20 kilos, now I'm 108 at the start of the MCO, right? Uh, and if I lose 20 kilos, I'm still 88. Mm-hmm. However, uh, my friend who is 45 kilos if she sets the same goal as me and she loses 20 kilos, she's going to be left at 25. That's not realistic for her. It's, it's about, you know, having Cristiano Ronaldo being the best football player, comparing his scoring per game with Michael Jordan, for example. It's two different games. So realistic is about setting goal within the realistic concept uh, confines of the person, the individual person themselves. Now, relevant 
is about the person setting goals that is relevant to them. Many people uh, set goals for their father, for their children, for their spouse, for their loved ones, for their friends, for their for everyone else. But those are not relevant to them. It's not directly relevant to them. And whenever a goal is not directly relevant to a person, they're not going to go all out for it. Hmm. In terms of the realistic part of uh, R, mm. right? Can mm. what is realistic change as you progress in your goal? So, for example, right? Definitely. Right? Because you, let's say your goal uh, is you are a total couch potato and then you want to run a marathon. At that moment, that's not realistic for you. But yep. you can say, okay, I want to do a couch to 5K. That's realistic, you know, after a while. And then from the 5K, then you can be like, all right, I want to do a half yep. marathon, so on and so forth, right? Yep. So that's, that's, the, that's the other thing. Uh, because you can do it from the reverse perspective, from a couch potato to I want to run a marathon, and then I set my milestones in between in order for me to achieve it. Right, I see. All right. Well, it's time for a short break right now, but after that, I will continue speaking to Suhu all about the Smarter Goal Blueprint. So do stay tuned to raise your game here on BFM 89.9. Bring forth Malaysia. BFM 89.9. The Business Station. You're listening to Raise Your Game. I'm Christine Wong. Joining me on the line today is Suhu Yun Han, Chief Impact Maker at Abundant Impact. Today, we're talking about essentially setting your goals with the smarter blueprint, not just smart, but smarter. And before the break, we covered every letter from S to R, but now we're going on to the final couple of letters here. So we have T now, which is still time-bound, the same one as uh, the smart normal one, which is, in my understanding, just setting a deadline for yourself, right? Very true. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty self-explanatory. We can move on to uh, one of the new letters now, which is E. Now, E stands for three different concepts. It stands for environment, ecological, and emotional. So how does that relate to goal setting? And this is an area where where I mentioned earlier that uh, very often people don't address. Environment is about how the environment will impact the person towards achieving their goal. Let me give you an example. I was 108 kilos. Everybody around me at that time, my father, mother, brother, sister, auntie, uncle, all of them were bigger size than me, heavier than me. In that environment, will I ever lose weight? I can't because the people around me are like that. So the general perception is, yeah, it's in our genes. And, and it's not true. It is the environment creating that uh, belief, that, that personality, that identity in me that I must be like that. So environment, are how the environment around the person will impact that person in regards to their goal setting. Now, ecology is the reverse. Ecology is how will me achieving my goal affect the people around me? Because guess what? If my association to weight loss is that I cannot be with my family, uh, I cannot have lunch or I cannot uh, connect with them over meals, then even as much as clear, as smart as my goal is, I will not go for it. I will not go and achieve it because it will mean that I will be disconnected from my family. So ecology is how do me having this goal, this outcome, how does it impact and affect the people around me? All right. Mm-hmm. And the third concept, emotional, is about whether your goal is an emotional goal that you, you really want to go for or is it something that's logical that you think it's, yeah, it's a nice goal to have? 
Mm, I enjoy that there's an element, you know, of you have to have catharsis with your own goal, right? If it doesn't mm. really make you feel good, then why do it? You know, if it doesn't make you, yeah. if there's no emotion there to motivate you to do it, it's going to be very hard to actually uh, achieve that goal in the first place. Again, you know, we go back to the idea that goal setting in any capacity is never just a personal journey, right? It always has to take into account external factors that could be affecting your inability to achieve that goal. And sometimes I think it's a bit difficult to uh, to admit to that, right? Sometimes you want to just believe you can push through it and, and be able to achieve your goal no matter what. But genuinely, sometimes you're not in the position or the environment, like you said, for that goal to be realistic for you. So moving on to the final R, you have yep. resources. Tell me about that. Um, resources is basically understanding what financial, emotional, um, connection, uh, people, all of these resources that you need in order for you to achieve the outcome. You see, if we already have all the resources we want and we have addressed the ecological and environmental aspects of our goal, we will have gotten it already. The fact that we are, we are, we are setting it means we don't have it yet. And the fact that we don't have it yet we need to look at what else is stopping us from having it right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's, mm. uh, for example, with your environment, there may not be that much that you can do necessarily to change that. Uh, but mm. resources, you can find more resources, right? Correct. You find more knowledge, you find more experience, you find more skills, you find more networking, uh, the people around you get to know more people, more financial resources if you need to. Anything that you need is actually now available to everyone. You see, if you want to achieve anything, anything in the world right now, you can because the world is now connected online and you have Google and all these AI to help you. But very often, people still have a belief, a mental block in, in the entire goal-achieving uh, framework that we that have built. I address number one, of course, the understanding of how to set this smarter goal. But the second and third component is equally important because the second component is aligning the values that we have, uh, the beliefs that we have with the goals that we want. And the last component is then to address why else am I not really going for it? Hmm. Now, it's not about self uh, beating ourselves up that, oh, why am I not going for it? But it's about having that clarity. Okay, now that I see why I'm not going for it, I have two options. One, do I want to go for it? Two, if I want to go for it, what do I do next? If hmm. I don't, then I come to an acceptance. Okay, I know I'm not going for it because of this. So, all right, I accept that, right? It's about awareness and empowerment because now the person has a choice. The choice is in their hands to decide, am I really going to go for it? Because this is the price to pay. Or am I not going to go for it and I'm going to accept that I'm not willing to pay the price? You see, we can have everything we want in our life right now as soon as we decide that we are agreeable to pay the price. Hmm, right. Interesting. Now, uh, speaking of paying a price, I'm moving a little bit from the acronym, but this is also something that uh, pertains to goal setting and goal achieving as well. Yeah. Uh, you have a set of questions that mm -hmm. um, pit two dichotomies against each other. You've got pain versus pleasure, doing versus not doing. So you've got mm. the pain of doing, pain of not doing, pleasure of mm. doing, pleasure of not doing. Yep. What does that have to do with goal setting? The reason why we are not achieving the goal or the rather the reason why we are not making any change or whatever that we do in our life, these are the four questions that are embedded, hard-coded into our mind. All right. The first question our mind asks is, what is the pain of not doing? What is the pain of not changing? 
what's the pain of not going for my goal? You know, there are many people who set goals on the 31st of December every year. And, and then they recycle it come next year, right? Why? Because the pain of not changing is not big enough yet. Now, the, the pandemic is a great motivator for a lot of people. So the first key is to increase the pain so much that we are going to go for the goal no matter what. The second thing is this. We want to think of what is the pleasure we get of the change? What's the pleasure we get of doing what we said we're going to do, right? Uh, if the pleasure is something small, you're not going to go for it. But if, some, if the pleasure is something great, it's amazing, it's something that you really, really want. It's like you wake up in the morning, that's what I want. Mm -hmm. That's the pleasure I want to get. Then you'll go for it. And the key again is to increase the pleasure so great that you will go for it. These two alone is in the people's mind consciously. This is conscious. A lot of, a lot of people, if you really sit down and reflect, you will think of these two things. The third and fourth is very unconscious. The third question that the person's mind will ask is, what is the pain of doing? If I'm going to make this change, what is the pain? This is the price that I'm going to pay. You know, uh, in order for me to have uh, one million ringgit a month, I need to work X number of hours or whatever it is. And the, the, the same outcome that everybody may have, the price may be different for each and every individual. So the person considering the 1 million or considering the outcome that they want, they have to decide, am I willing to pay the price? If the pain of doing the price is so great, they're not going to go for it. Hmm. So the key now is to understand what is a price and reduce it. Let me give you an example. Insurance. How does medical insurance sell insurance? They create a pain of not buying insurance. If you get hospitalized, you end up in the ICU, da, 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 you're going to spend 100000 <gasps> I need the money. Where am I going to get the money? Look, you know, when you buy a policy, you've got 1 million coverage. It's going to cover you for everything. Wow, wait a minute. What's the catch? All you have to do is take care of yourself for 10 ringgit a day. Now, are you willing to take care of your family for just 10 ringgit a day? It's just 10 ringgit a day. Oh, yeah, maybe I'll go for it. Now, that 10 ringgit a day is to reduce the pain because they're not telling you the total amount that you're going to pay. They're telling you it's only 10 ringgit a day. So what a lot of people need to start to look at is, my goal is so far, I, I want to make a, a million a month, but right now my salary is only 10,000 a month. How am I going to get that? It's so far away. The purpose of the milestone in the smarter goal mm -hmm. is to reduce the gap so that the mind says, ha, it's not that bad. It's only talking to 10 clients a day. Mm. It's only, yeah, so that's reducing the pain so that it feels possible. Now, the last one, the last one is the final key to breaking any kind of procrastination and, and anything that's stopping you. Because the last one is this, the fact that you're not going for something yet what pleasure are you currently enjoying? For example, in insurance, the example that I gave just now, the 10 ringgit could be, yeah, every day I'm, I'm not investing in my insurance, I'm pay, not paying my premium because um, the 10 ringgit, I still want to enjoy my um, a puff of cigarette. I still want to enjoy my uh, uh, ice, iced tea or I want to enjoy my Starbucks, you know. Um, so, oh, now what I'm doing is I'm reducing the pleasure of not changing to a cup of Starbucks. Are you telling me your family is not worth one cup of Starbucks? Are you telling me, you know, your target is not worth the taking the one step forward? That, that one little change, that's all you need to do. And then, you know, you immediately, by doing that, your family is going to enjoy this, your children is going to do that. And they are going to see a difference in their current comfort zone. So the question number four is actually to break through 
where they are comfortable at right now. Look for something that you can do that you generally would not do mm-hmm. that gives you joy. Now, what do I mean by that? You see, a lot of people have been trained under the Eisenhower matrix uh, of things that are not urgent, not important, don't do or, or put it aside first, mm-hmm. right? Um, the problem is this. If you look through the list of not urgent, not important, they tend to be things that give you joy. Mm-hmm. All right? Now, every time we do something that we feel is difficult, like um, me, for me, it's eating green vegetables. Mm-hmm. Right? It's eating raw vegetables before every meal. Um, so I don't like that. But I like to watch TV. I like to watch uh, uh, dramas. So what I do is, every time before my meal, as I eat my salad, I watch my dramas. Mm. Right? So that retrains the brain to say that the salad is bad, but the the drama is good. Therefore, I might look forward to the salad because I'm getting my drama. Fascinating. All right. Well, thank you very much, Suhu, for shedding some light on the Smarter Goal Setting Blueprint as well as those very important questions uh, so that we can hopefully all strive towards achieving our goals in a more realistic way. You've been listening to Raise Your Game. I've been speaking to Suhu Yunhan, the Chief Impact Maker at Abundant Impact. If you've missed any of today's show, you can, of course, go ahead and download our app that's available on the Apple App Store or Google Play. You can also head over to our website, bfm.my, to listen back to the podcast as well. I'm Christine Wong, and this is BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.